Hello and welcome to the Atalan Rising podcast. We're your hosts, Adam and Lynn, and in this episode we're going to be discussing the latest issues of Fantastic Four and Guardians of the Galaxy, both very doom-filled and this makes me very happy. Uh, <laughs> how have you been, Lynn? You right? I'm all right. I ventured out for the first time in a year, went to the comic book shop in person. Wow, yeah. that's 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 a big, big leap. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it, I guess I got way too excited because I came home with a lot. <laughs> that's like the best, the best thing about it, though, isn't it? Really? Yeah. That's like, uh, and, and you're you're fully vaccinated now, right? Yep. Good. Yep, for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, no, that's that's really good, and uh, I get my second vaccine in a couple of weeks, so I'm very excited about that as well. Um, I haven't managed to get to a comic book shop though, so. <laughs> But I can imagine I'm going to be like you. I'll get there and I'll be like, well, I've got some spare budget. I'll uh... I'll take everything. <laughs> one of those, one of those, one of those. <laughs> it, it's, it, it feels like light at the end of the tunnel is kind of finally getting a bit more, you know, more visible, a bit more kind of closer, which is great. And I'm I'm really excited about sort of the next few months. But I, I went to a shop as well, actually, saying that. <laughs> I went to a uh, like a, a music shop over in uh, in my local town, and I got very uncomfortable because it was a very tiny little shop, and I just I, I kind of left a bit yeah. quick. <laughs> I looked for what I wanted, and I was just like, no, they haven't got it. Okay, goodbye. Hey. <laughs> um, it's it's a shame too because it's um it's a shop that's closing down, so they had a load of stuff on sale, and oh. it's a bit of a, a bit of a shame. But there was only two things I was looking out for. So. But anyway, yeah, so should we dive straight into uh, comic reviews? I don't think there's any news at the moment, is there? No, I don't think so. Which is which is a shame, because we, we had all the Ms. Marvel Im- uh, pictures come out, and then silence. Silence. <laughs> Radio silence. I thought a trailer um, was supposed to come out today, but I haven't seen anything. No, that's, that's for true. Something, um, something for something Marvel-related was getting a trailer today. I mean, you'd, you'd hope it would be Eternals, right? I mean, uh, you, you would hope so, <laughs> since we've hardly seen anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm quite like looking forward to obviously Black Widow comes out in a couple of months. Um, so any more Black Widow stuff would be nice. Um, and then Shang Chi comes out later this year, which is which is also going to be great. We've had a trailer for that, and yeah, just Eternals left, isn't it? And yep. and Spider Man. So it's, we have four Marvel movies this year. Yeah, <laughs> I f- I forgot what that was like. Well, yeah, that's. It, four Marvel movies and like five or six series this year. It's like it's it's truly the year of Marvel, and I'm just like, are we going to get burnt out by this, or is it just going to be so good? No, <laughs> just wallow in it, Adam. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm really excited for Loki. That comes out on my oh my god. I think that comes out on my week off. When does that start? Uh, not next week. Is it the week after? Oh no, it's the ninth. It's not my week off. Oh, what a shame. Uh, I'm just looking forward to going out, grabbing snacks, coming back, and and, and just pigging out and <laughs> watching Marvel Marvel stuff for an evening because I've missed that. Yes, and Modoc's out. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I wonder what. That's, I wonder if that's going to be streamed on any particular streaming site or or TV channel in the UK. I'll have to have a look into that because I know it's on Hulu, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I'll have to see. <laughs> But it looks really good, and it's had really, yeah. really good reviews. So mm-hmm. I, I'm very excited to be able to just pick it up and 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 watch it. But but yeah, let's uh, let's dive in straight with the reviews. I guess it's uh, Fantastic Four first. That's right, Fantastic Four thirty two, The Bride of Doom, and Dual Intentions. The writer's Dan Slott. The artist of Bri- The Bride of Doom is R. B. Silva. The flashback artist for Dual Intentions is Javier Rodriguez. 
The chess consultant this time is Zach Rivkin. The the, the chess consultant. <laughs> you you have to keep the chess nerds happy. I, I love the flashback sequence, but a chess consultant. <laughs> Speaking of which, The Queen's Gambit is an amazing show. Everyone should watch it. I have heard that, and that's on Netflix, I believe, isn't it? It's- yep. Go and check it out. <laughs> Color by Jesus Arbatov. Lettering by Joe Caramagna. Cover artist is Mark Brooks and too many amazing variants to name. Graphic designer, Carlos Lau. Assistant editor, Martin Biro. Associate editor, Alana Smith. And editor, Tom Brevoort. This issue starts with a call to the Inhumans. What? <laughs> it's Crystal and it's like, it's really her. So exciting. Is that a trick or a flashback? And how do they, how do they know how to call the Inhumans that nobody else seems to know how to contact? I, I think in the year of 2020, just everybody has downloaded Teams now. Uh, so that's got to extend to Atalan, I think. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of which, um, completely off topic. At work, my in- summer intern started. And I'm, I'm generally opposed to video conferencing, but I made an exception for her. Yep. So she could at least see my face for the first time. <laughs> and I started up the webcam. And I was upside down. <laughs> oh, that's where that picture came from. <laughs> Which was uh, a, a great introduction for, for this kid. I'm, I'm a responsible, competent adult, really. <laughs> How do I get it go the right I, way? I don't know why I'm upside down, but... <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, that is, that is absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> I have I a great screenshot of me upside down and her with yeah. the best WTF face. <laughs> I just remember you sending me that picture, and I think, have you have you moved to Australia or something? I mean, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> but uh, wherever the Inhumans are, it looks pretty nice. I always like fancy schmancy Adelan instead of this sort of brutalist architecture where they obviously let Karnak design it like they had for a while. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is kind of what we've always been hoping for, is just a, a slight inhuman return. It's not quite the big uh, big bang we wanted, but um, yeah, the artwork is so good. I'm really hoping for more, and I, I totally agree. I think it's uh, much nicer, fancy is always better, especially as long as it's not the, uh, the the architecture from that show that we refuse to acknowledge anymore. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the cement blocks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, that was that was pretty grim. Yeah. But R.B. Silva does draw an amazing Medusa in Black Bolt. So I can't wait to see his take on the whole family. Yeah, I, I, I hope we get that. It's going to be amazing if he, he manages to get that in there. And, and, and actually, just to sort of as an aside, actually, I, I think Dan Slott is really starting to take from um, lots of the, the history of the Fantastic Four as well for the 60th anniversary. And, and I really hope he kind of touches on Inhumans, touches on Black Panther and, and all of the other cool people that got interested. Yeah, the, the solicitations say there's going to be some surprise guest stars coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed, toes <laughs> crossed, eyes crossed, everything crossed. During the the uh, Zoom meeting here, Crystal makes some excellent points about Johnny's relationship. I'm going to put that in quotes. Yep. <laughs> Sky's given up quite a bit to be with someone who's not even sure if he wants to be in a relationship with her. And I am noticing some parallels between her devotion to her people's science slash religion and the Inhumans in their culture. Yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't really thought of it like that before. I mean, I, I did kind of miss out the bit of Fantastic Four where Sky was introduced, but now you've kind of pointed it out, it makes an awful lot more. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of making that link a bit more. 
And then after Crystal leaves for her royal family business, little Miss Luna has an ominous message for Uncle Johnny, which we'll get back to later. Yep. <laughs> I uh, Speaking of Johnny, I don't care for his new catchphrase, Meep. He's a grown man, and Beaker <laughs> did it first and better. Yeah, um, and I, I have a funny story as well about uh, <laughs> about Beaker, um, which is at university when we were in the workshops. Apparently, apparently lab coats were safer than you know the big metalwork aprons and all that kind of stuff because you know less hanging uh, material. And I used to get called Beaker due to apparently my uncanny likeness. <laughs> Like I mean, my hair seems to have gone a bit blonder over the years, but like when I was at university, it was it was quite red. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, Meep doesn't do anything for Johnny, and I don't feel like it's something he would say either. Like it seems to have come out of nowhere. It, it yeah yeah. <laughs> no offense to Beaker because he's the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for context. I decided to add a picture of Mika <laughs> to our notes, and it's just making me giggle. <laughs> you know, I have a Christmas ornament that is Beaker, oh, and wow. it's him singing the Carol of the Bells. Okay, yeah, that's good. And it goes on forever. I think he goes through the entire song. <laughs> oh, did they still make them? Because I feel like I need that. <laughs> Probably have to go on eBay. Yeah. In fact, last year, what I did is um, for, for my Christmas tree, this, this is a hell of a tangent now. For my <laughs> Christmas tree, I got a picture of um, Nicholas Angel from uh, from Hot Fuzz. I think this year I need to print off a picture of Beaker just to, <laughs> just to sit on the top of the tree. I think it'll be perfect. Just that picture that we've got on our notes. Uh, oh, dear. I'm sorry. I've completely derailed oh. this now. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, then we catch up with the rest of the family at the Met for an exhibit of Liberian art and more relationship drama as Victorious, Sky, and Lija are all in attendance. Yeah, that went that that's gonna go well. Yeah, that and I, I will say this issue again was too light on the kids who have some opinions. Yeah, they left too early, didn't they? Like... Yeah. They're they're not fans of Lija or Victorious. <laughs> yeah. Let's kill them. <laughs> They were brilliant. They were so good. And I, I, I do love how Dan Slot writes the kids. Yeah. Like he's just got them down to a T. And I, I just <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I really love it. They they're the best thing that happened to the Fantastic Four in years. Yeah, absolutely. And then Ultimatum show up just to give everybody something to do while they yell at each other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Lynn. <laughs> What does ultimatum stand for again? <laughs> You're gonna make me do it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. Underground liberated, totally integrated mobile army to unite all mankind. Which I think a golden opportunity was missed by not having them name that on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because Sam yeah. and Bucky would have had a field day. Not to mention Zemo. <laughs> Could you imagine if they'd named them that and then like yes. like Sam and Bucky had come <laughs> along, taken the piss, and they were like, "Okay, actually, actually, we need a new name." <laughs> You need a better name. <laughs> oh, that would have been brilliant. I, I, I totally agree. It would have been amazing. So during the fight, Elijah continues to be the absolute worst. And idiot Johnny starts a series of bad decisions. Elijah tells Sky that she's, she's just stupid. And how is it ever going to work out with Johnny when she's from this reclusive 
society and he's an explorer. Yeah, because because as Crystal said, Johnny has a type. He definitely has a type. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so after the fight, Sky leaves to think and probably make a throwaway account on the relationships.txt Reddit. <laughs> That's a fun reference type. <laughs> That is the only that is the only uh, Twitter account that I seem to like get regular updates in an email from, and I don't know why I get it in an email. <laughs> it's the only one. <laughs> that and Johnny's on. Am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, especially after what happened later in the issue. Oh my god! <laughs> so Victorious gets deported. Her her assignment yeah, in New York didn't last long, and Elijah leaves, but not of her own volition. Because Alicia has once again, once again, been using that magic clay. She's making, starting to make Sue's meddling look reasonable. Yeah, and yeah, you know she has good intentions because the last time she used it, she used it to make her father give Ben his blessing. Yeah, and now she's making Elijah go away, which is good. But it's just, but it's just the methodology is it, just a bit. Ugh. You have to let people make their dumb mistakes. And speaking yeah. of dumb mistakes, <laughs> what? yeah, uh, biggest idiot in the universe, Johnny Storm, then sleeps with Victorious while wearing his ridiculous soulmate armband. Just, just, just no, no words. Come on, like, yeah, exactly. This is, this is. Yes, Sky deserves better, and I'm going to be very upset if she get forgives him for this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just go back to that um, the Alicia bit. I, I, I knew that the family were into in for some like family drama and stuff, but I think this is way over the mark now. <laughs> this is this is this like is beyond soap opera. Yeah, this this is this is controlling territory, and it's just a bit sort of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you when you talk about Sky, yeah, she definitely deserves better. Like, there's absolutely no doubt. Um, and I also find those bands are now super creepy that we know that yeah. they share that kind of level of uh, connection. Information, yeah. Yeah, and and I don't know uh, how much you've seen of Black Mirror, if, if any, but there is an episode in there that this reminds me of, which is where a guy created a device that allows him to feel the feelings of others and he, he, he makes it like a medical uh-huh. thing. And it just reminded me of that. And it was creepy in the show and it's really creepy here because, oh. yeah. No, I haven't seen that one. I've seen some of them. Yeah, so that one is, um, I think it's like Black Black Museum, like Black Museum yeah. or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard like to get last... past that first episode of Black Mirror. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, I mean, Charlie Brooker has got a hell of a mind. Um, I will tell you that it's 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 intre- It's it's a really interesting show, actually. I need to go back and rewatch it because I, I loved it when it came out. So back to little Luna, her message for Uncle Johnny that was whispered behind her mom's back was that he was going to make the wrong choice and screw everything up. So do you think she predicted it or caused it? Because Luna can do both. Is, or is it one of those like yeah. deterministic <laughs> situations yeah. he, where because... Did she just put the idea in his head that he was going to screw it up, so he screwed it up? Exactly. Or did yeah. she give him a push <laughs> because he upset her mom and her aunt? Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to say that she caused it because I would find that quite funny. <laughs> oh, it was awful. I mean, the kid's going to get seriously grounded. I mean, she did look pretty ominous during the yeah. uh, declaration. Yeah, I, I wonder if Crystal's been talking to the other fantastic, uh, fantastic mums, as I'm going to call them now. <laughs> and maybe Luna overheard. I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, I'd, I'd like to think Luna was trying to do stuff for the right reason by maybe warning Johnny, but 
then again, I've still got that image at the end of Silent War mm-hmm. where uh, where Luna and Maximus are there. And, um, you know, has Maximus put his stamp on <laughs> on Luna a little bit? Because um, we never really got a satisfied conclusion to that. No, we did not. So if if Dan plays on that, I'm 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 gonna love it because <laughs> it was a scene that just like uh, what was it? Um, uh, David Hine wrote that one, yeah. and I think he had a, an intention for. A, I, I think I remember him saying he yeah. had an intention for a sequel. Uh, there was a plan for, a, for a, a sequel, but then secret, um, secret invasion happened. Oh, that was it. Yeah, and they secret had to invasion, just yeah. veer off into okay, Maximus is in charge now, and he's bored. <laughs> that didn't work out. Let's get Black Black Bolt back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I do really hope that there's some sort of uh, some sort of you know at least at least a reference to that because that would be kind of cool. Speaking of which, you know, Fraser Irving did the art for that. Yeah. And in my and in my run of the comic book store, I picked up a five issue series that I'd never heard of before, Annihilator by Grant Morrison, and the arts by Fraser Irving. Oh wow! You'll have to uh, you'll have to let us know what what that's like. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm I'm you know. I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I, I, every time I go to see, uh, not see two, two. <laughs> I don't think it goes that far. Every time I go to MCM in London, um, <clears throat> Fraser Irving is always a you know, somebody that's usually there, and uh, I always make sure I go over there chat to him. Um, I think last time I took like a picture of your uh, uh, your Black Bolt and uh, Medusa uh, artwork, and he's like, oh, "I remember doing that." <laughs> And he remembered your tweet as well, actually. I think it was your tweet. And you, yeah. you kind of tweeted him saying, hey, hey, look at this. And uh, yeah, so he, he remembered that. And he, he we, we spoke for quite a long time. We ended, I, I think the first time I ever met him, I spoke to him for like an hour, just about everything. <laughs> everything from like inhuman stuff all the way to like, you know, the ridiculous parts of comic Twitter. So <laughs> it was, it was he's, he's a really nice guy. If you, if you haven't met him, I highly suggest uh, making the trip one day. Ah, oh, I wish. <laughs> it's a long way <laughs> it, it is a long way but it's fraser irving yeah yeah i mean if, you, if you're coming just for fraser irving i'm sure he'd like yeah. massively appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> okay back to the story then then doom calls and victorious kicks johnny out of bed as we predicted earlier the wedding is just so that doom can leave victorious in charge while he's off gallivanting around space with the guardians of the galaxy doom's gonna doom am i right <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> I, I I really enjoyed this. I I I kind of feel <clears throat> like the 60th celebrations are going to be over more books than just a Fantastic Four book. I mean, as you might be able to tell in a few minutes when I do my Guardians review, I am very happy with both books so far, and particularly happy about the Guardians book. This was this was a good, nice little segue for him. <laughs> I want to know how Doom is so in the know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He yeah, obviously that's, that's... has more information than everybody else. <laughs> Well, I I think I like how it's just basically taken as yeah that's that's because he's doom yeah <laughs> it's it's not even like I don't think anybody's questioned it yeah so. <laughs> he he just knows everything because he's doom <laughs> yeah just just because he, he he knows all what's goes on going on in space <laughs> <laughs> and then the issue ends with this adorable short story illustrated by Javier Rodriguez master of the flashback. With Doom asking Reed to be his best man in the most extra way possible, sword fight chess. So that's where the chess consultant come, came in. Yes. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. Especially I, seeing I, as how they're reciting their moves, they're not even playing it on the board. <laughs> Which is just so 
you know somebody like said, sat down and played it out on a board that, yeah yeah <laughs> i just find it i might do that later that... now <laughs> <laughs> what recite a chess game with someone no uh, play it out see what, what their moves were that's okay that's that's uh that's a new level that's a new level for you lynn <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is the weekend after all, and <laughs> <laughs> nothing else to do. Um, yeah, I, I I I love Javier Rodriguez, and I love oh. the fact that he he can just do these like flashbacks, and you instantly know it's a flashback. Yes, um, I like having him as the the official flashback guy. Yeah, yeah. You um, see the art, uh, and you're like, oh, it's a flashback. He's just he's just got that knack of of you know he he's able to do more than just like yeah he obviously he's able to do more than just like uh, flashbacks and stuff but yeah this was this was so good um I just Doom wanting Reed Richards as his best best man is just so obvious but also yeah. like why <laughs> <laughs> you you know you you claim to be like enemies and stuff they're, and all that kind of they're thing they're best and... frenemies yeah yeah I I. I this is one of the other things I quite like about Doom because he's a little bit like uh, Magneto in the way that they've got fairly complex like backstories and fairly complex characters, and they, I mean for sixty years worth of stories, they they better be. But you know, it's just the I just I just love the character. <laughs> it's complicated. He's he's a complicated man. Who else so... is worthy to be best man for Doctor exactly. Doom if not Reed Richards? <laughs> exactly. I just I just imagine you know. <laughs> Doom going, oh, who's going to be my best man? Just thinking to himself and then then literally shout out, Richards! <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's uh, I think it's testament to kind of like the, the 60 years of history as well, because they haven't always been, you know, um, you know, enemies all the time. They have they have at some points been, um, I wouldn't say necessarily friends, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've got on with each other as well. They should. Well, they could even. Uh, uh, so what did you rate it then? Oh, I gave it a four out of five lock jaws. I shaved one off because Johnny's an idiot. <laughs> so, so if Johnny wasn't an idiot, this yeah. would have definitely got five out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Made me yeah, too I, angry. I I I, I, yeah, I really like this issue. I think I agree with your rating though. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Johnny grows up by the next issue. I think that's going to be the the bigger thing. Yeah. Uh, and he's, as long as he stops saying meep. Meep has to go. <laughs> Meep really has to go. Like, I, I, I think that's the reason I would have shaved off a, a, a digit because oh. <laughs> Meep just it doesn't it, it doesn't work. No, it was a nice it try, really but no. Uh, it just it, for me, it was just the fact that it came out of nowhere, and I was just like, hmm, no, no. <laughs> well, one family member already has a catchphrase, and it's excellent. <laughs> we don't need more. Yeah, and and you know everybody. He, Johnny's even got flame on and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And it's just, yeah, like, he just does. Stick with that. There, he already stick has with a that. catchphrase. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to the next few issues of Fantastic Four. I'm guessing that there's going to be potentially some tie-in with uh, Guardians at some point because I mean, Fantastic Four seem to be going down this down this cosmic road, um, introducing all these characters back in the last sort of ten issues and. Um, also, we we haven't forgotten about Fantastic Four Life Story. <laughs> I think it just came out the week we were recording, and uh, I think we're going to do it the next next episode probably, yeah. which will be good. Good, and um, we get the next issue of Beta Ray Bill too. Oh, filling out episodes is great. <laughs> but uh, anyway, should we move on to Guardians of the Galaxy issue? Was it fourteen? Yeah, let's do that and talk about Doom some more. <laughs> 
So yeah, next up is Guardians of the Galaxy issue 14. Dooms will be done. Uh, the writer was Al Ewing. Art is by Juan Frigeri. Colours are Federico Blee, lettering Corey Pettit. The cover was by Brett Booth, Adelso, Corona and Guru EFX. Variant was by Rian Gonzalez. Uh, designer was Anthony Gambino. Assistant editor was Kat Gorowitz, And the editor was Darren Shan. Um, just a forewarning for everybody listening. <laughs> I'm going to be waxing lyrical about this issue because I, I thought it was great. I really liked it. <laughs> um, and the, the story opens, as all good stories should, with Doom doing a mind swap with Teddy. And I, I thought this was an interesting opener because it's so utterly Doom. <laughs> it was brilliant. And I really love how easily Doom seems to come in and just takes out all the Guardians. And I, I think you mentioned it, uh, or you mentioned it in, in the Fantastic Four review, that he just seems to have done all his homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just came in and he was like, yeah, I'm prepared for this. Yeah. And, and took them all out. So yeah, Science and magic. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And Doom is a, a master of those things. So, and, and Doom also having his armor bend to his will take out Nova like everything about this sequence was just so so well done so brilliantly done and uh with his armor it kind of made me reminisce about the infamous Iron Man run by Bendis back from 2015 I want to say ish just after Civil War um and reading this book kind of makes me wonder if uh if Doom took a little bit of Iron Man's suit expertise and applied it to his own armor because that would be fun character growth (laughs) yeah so and then the other group of guardians are on the other side of the galaxy which is incredibly convenient to the plot, as you'll find out in a second. Uh, And they're watching the Brethren of the Forbidden Flame talk about the sacrifices that they're about to make. And everything becomes way too convenient, in fact, because they're in the perfect position, perfect undiscovered planet that could have migrated there. And of course, it's ego. (laughs) It was it was really well set up. And I kind of uh, I I really like the fact they're bringing all these cosmic beings back and reintroducing them. And I think ego was last seen in like Ultimates 2 as a part of like a a big story also written by Al. Uh, Other than his appearance in Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, that's a good point. Along with um, uh, Girl Moon. Yes. Which uh, which if you guys haven't read that entire arc of of moon girl and devil dinosaur is very good uh, i miss that book i miss devil dinosaur <laughs> their, their, their cartoon will be out soon yeah that's a good point and uh and hope hopefully the uh the creative team like brandon montclair amy reader and, and all those uh, cool people are are continually writing good stuff because that was such a good all ages book and uh truly all ages yeah yeah, because there was something there for everybody. Like, like my favorite issue of that, I think I, I mentioned it a few times, was the uh, the uh, the uh, Ghost Rider issue. Oh my god, the Ghost Rider race because <laughs> it was just so brilliant. And yeah, what, Penny Farthing. Yes, Ghost Rider. Yeah, the British Ghost Rider. It's just like oh, brilliant. I I I very I really miss that book, and uh, I think I'm gonna go back and re- reread it now. Um, yeah, I put that on the list. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, back with the other Guardians team, the one with um, Doom sort of uh, sort of doing his Freaky Friday stuff. Uh, that that team tried to take uh, take out Doom, uh, and the Moon Dragon puts in like uh, basically puts his consciousness into Rocket. <laughs> this was so fun. <laughs> what is this indignity? <laughs> Doom is never defeated. I I, I just uh, you know d- just when you think Rocket can't get any crankier. Now it's Doom inside of Rocket. It was so good. It was so good. It was just that line, what is this indignity? <laughs> like, you know, uh, Doom is now a raccoon. <laughs> and there's also a whole bunch of teases here. Like, 
I'm really looking forward to where the Guardians is going. I'm really hoping it's linked to Fantastic Four, but I just want to know what's coming. What's coming now? Uh, <laughs> Drop uh, some more breadcrumbs. The, the last Annihilation is coming. True. Yes, which... The, uh, the last this time we really mean it. Annihilation. <laughs> the last, last, last Annihilation. Until the next one. <laughs> yeah, of course, because we had the, uh, the, the Matt Rosenberg... <clears throat> yeah. Six issue series. When was it? 2019? Um, yeah, I think gosh, it was pretty recent. Like a, yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago because I remember getting it on because I think you suggested it and you're like, are you going to get this because it's got Annihilation in it? And it's like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then the world went to shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that because it's also got Sword, I think, and Cable are in it. The Last Annihilation coming soon. <laughs> the Brethren of Forbidden Flame. We're also teasing us with something, which is incredibly frustrating. Uh, Ego is only acting on uh, on like behalf of a god, as a herald of a god. And of course, we know that this is something that Al Ewing would do because he's infuriating like that when he writes stuff. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back now, and I think we're gonna read Ultimates, uh, Ultimate mm-hmm. Squared or Ultimates Two, whatever whatever the name of it officially is. Maybe because it might predict a little bit of what's happening because he's he's bringing in. All of these different characters from all the different runs that he's uh, he's had at Marvel, but yeah. <clears throat> also, what did you feel about the the, the Nega Gauntlets? In what context? Because I I kind of I kind of feel like they're gonna end up as a bit of a Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opposed to that kind of thing, just as long as it's not overused. And I, I really hope it's not going to be overused. I just wanted I just wanted wondered what you thought of it. Oh, I haven't seen that much of them in this series yet. So true. Yeah, I'll wait true. and see. Yeah, it's, it's it's probably a bit early for me to to ask that question. I just, you know, <laughs> Deus Ex Machinas are always always fun, and I like them. It's comics. Of course, there's going to be one. Yeah, yeah. As long as they're not overused, as long as it's like kind of calm. And the only reason I kind of ask is because I, I've I've been back rewatching Doctor Who, um, because I'm you know I've got nothing better to do at the moment, uh, and I've been, finished Peter Capaldi's series, and I've started Jodie Whittaker's series. And the sonic screwdriver always comes up as that kind of deus ex machina. <laughs> and it seems to be very, 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 very much used in Jodie Whittaker series. And it's, it's a, it's, I just wish they'd rest it a little bit. <laughs> Every episode is like, oh, the sonic has picked up this. Okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> anyway, enough about dog two. <laughs> the sonic screwdriver can do whatever you need it to do. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. And it's just like, really? <laughs> can we not like can we not think of another way of showing this on the show instead of the doctor getting the Sonic out and telling us? I, I, I did find it a bit grating at some point. Um but you know, it, it it's it's just one of those things. It comes with the territory really. Back to Guardians of the Galaxy. In the end, Doom is forced to join the Guardians of the Galaxy. And again, I, I, I like that. I like the way it's been done. And I think it, I think it's interesting that they all immediately trust Doom at his word. It also means that we kind of don't have to go through that whole show of him having to kind of gain their trust, and mm. it's it's a fun way to kind of speed it up, I think. And I, for one, am here for Doom in space. <laughs> you, you can't just let Richards have all the space adventures because Doom space adventures are the greatest space adventures. <laughs> yep, yep, they are. <laughs> And the fact that Richards even got a mention in this. Like, <laughs> there was just a casual throwaway. And you're like, come on, man. 
You're like you're like millions of millions of miles away from Richards, and you still mention him. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Uh, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this issue. Uh, Al Ewing isn't known for like speedy pot plots, I don't think. But the the character work and the general storytelling in this is just really really pleasing to me. And I just want to understand where it's going. I want I want all of it now. <laughs> <laughs> I want more breadcrumbs. And I want all that kind of stuff and an ego being turned into an egg. Like what? <laughs> What's that for? So excited for this book. It's like my favorite book at Marvel at the moment. I think the only thing I don't want, and I think it's it's not it's not a criticism of this story, but I don't want it to become like another King in Black because even though I love that story in Venom and I, Venom and I found it very much uh, a fun way of doing things. It's just taken an awful long time to get to the final stories. <laughs> I guess the other thing to note is the artwork in this one. And, and one for Gary is a superb artist. And it matches the tone of the story and it, both of them marry up really well. Uh, the only thing I still have a bit of an issue with is how Moondragon is drawn. And I mentioned it in the last issue, uh, last episode of the podcast. I'm going to mention it again. But I think this is going to be an ongoing frustration for me. I think I think boob windows are uh, not required. <laughs> uh, it, it is a definite improvement over her previous boob window. Oh uh, yeah, I mean absolutely. But <laughs> her, her previous suit was just like it yeah, was. It was I, two I, strips of fabric. Yeah, I, I I understand that completely. I just think that nobody else in this team has that, and I don't think anybody needs that. We know who Moon Dragon is. She's got <laughs> other. <laughs> she don't need references back to her previous suits. We know who she is. <laughs> You know, uh, but yeah, I, I think. Well, to, to be fair, Star Lord has more of a boob window now, seeing as how <laughs> his jacket is always undone. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. But I, I just, I just find it maybe. Anyway, onto the rating. I give this one five out of five because I love this Guardians run, <laughs> and I, I don't think there's going to be a single issue that won't be rated less than like a four point five. So, <laughs> <laughs> so five out of five lock jaws or or egos. Maybe. Um Doom Rockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but I, I'm I'm really excited for these books. Like both of these books make me really glad that these guys are writing at Marvel, like, you know, Dan Slot, Al Ewing doing such a good job on their respective books. Um ever since Empire, things have just been Cosmic Marvel has just been great. So but uh yeah, talking about the last annihilation, I think it's gonna encompass uh I think Guardians, I think Sword as well. Um, yeah. And then and then cable and I I'm kind of hoping Fantastic Four but I haven't seen any solicitations yet so uh, at least those three and they have to wrap up the Bride of Doom story before they can <laughs> get into Annihilation yeah although that's that in itself is kind of confusing because obviously I I mean I can only assume that COVID hit that storyline a little bit because we've got that overlap yep so which is a little bit you know it's not frustrating as such because you know you can just just add context to it so. <laughs> That's not difficult, but yeah, it's a little bit frustrating that we're not getting it chronologically. In my mind, it's wrong. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, is there any 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 books that you're particularly looking forward to over the next month? Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. That's my favorite right now. Yeah, yeah, I think the Beta Ray Bill and uh, and Guardians are basically the two that I'm going to look forward to every month. Um, and Fantastic, Fantastic Four, obviously. But yeah, but yeah that's the two books. That's the uh, the only ones we're reviewing today. Have you been reading anything, watching anything in the last few weeks? I haven't been reading anything worth talking about. But let's see, watching. I've started watching the Bad Batch cartoon on Disney Plus, 
which is excellent. Uh, what, what's what's that about? I haven't That's heard about the that. new Star Wars cartoon. Oh, Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, I have heard about that one. <laughs> it, it is excellent. I've already been inspired to make myself a batch of Bad Batch cookies. Is <laughs> all five of them have a different helmet? That's that's gonna be cool. Yeah. I look forward to seeing those. You're gonna you're gonna tweet them, right? Oh, if, if they turn out <laughs> turn out the way I want them to, yeah, I'll tweet them. Yeah, you'll have to, have to retweet them on the uh, the Atalan Rising uh, podcast uh, podcast uh, Twitter account. Yeah, this it's too, the too kind of sh- yeah. This is gonna be 16 episodes. I think we're on episode just got to episode three, and I'm already concerned that they're all going to die. <laughs> like I will be very upset because I love them all. <laughs> Getting too attached. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm too attached by episode three. I don't know. Spe- speaking of too attached, though, um, I finally got round round to reading Flowers for Algernon. Oh, oh, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that is a that is a book. Um, Who? <laughs> you know, I I really loved the way that Flowers for Algernon was written because you become attached to him, even when he becomes this arrogant kind of guy. You, you still feel something of a, you know, you still like the character. Um, but Christ, that, that ending was quite bleak. It was a, it was a sad ending. And uh, I don't think I'm going to be rereading it in, no, uh, for that's a long a, time. No, that's a one-time read. <laughs> I, might, I might just hand it over to somebody else now. Yeah, there you here. Go. <laughs> You're too happy here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty bleak. And I actually, um, afterwards, I went on to read, uh, to watch the... <laughs> The it's always sunny in Philadelphia version. Oh my god! Because because the guys that wrote Game of Thrones actually didn't they did they did that episode for uh, it's always sunny, and it was it it's a really funny really funny episode. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Uh, it only takes kind of um, like you know it, it's like a spiritual homage to to Flowers for Algernon because the ending is just perfect. It's just so always sunny. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to think what else. I've I've read quite a bit in the last few weeks. Um, I read Trees, mm-hmm. and, I, and I read uh, where else did I read? What was it? It's the Seeds by uh, Anna Senti and uh, David Archer. That's that's brilliant. I was very surprised at that ending, and that that you know, and you talk he, about one round read, one one time reads. It, that was a bit of a. And he wasn't lying. It does have a pleasant smell. Yeah, I mean, it it, it, it doesn't have the funk like... of Silver Surfer Black. <laughs> Yeah, the one that basically gets you high as you sit oh. there reading it. It's like you just see your eyes getting redder and redder and redder. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was. Um, it smelled very much like a book, which, if you're into that sort of thing, is a nice smell. Oh, you know, I I picked up the trade paperback of We Only Find Them When They're Dead. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. that's, that's uh, which which cover did you get? Because there's a few flying around. Uh, the sort of pinky one. Okay, because there's um, I think there's a couple of covers out there that uh. It's a Simone uh, de Mayo yeah. cover. Yeah. And it's the female god. Okay, yeah. So I think that's like more of a more the standard the yeah. standard cover. I think there's a few comic book shops around around the world that got like, you know, managed to get some some limited edition versions. My only but, complaint is it's too small. Well the book. Or yeah, the... it's regular size. I would have thought this should have been an oversized. Definitely, yeah, it definitely should have been. I am really looking forward to when, because uh, like Boom do really nice collections and mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. I'm really looking forward to when this gets collected into a big, uh, big trade. Yeah. So I picked up, uh, I picked up, I think it was the Woods, but it's in a really nice kind of uh, omnibus edition, and uh, it's 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 kind of a solid binding, and I quite like that. But yeah, other than that, I've been kind of I've been 
been re- listening to a lot of audiobooks as well and audio dramas like Doctor Who, Torchwood. I'm back on that train. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. But yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I have to listen to my audio Sandman. Oh, that's the one that's got um, Kat Dennings' as death, isn't it? Yeah. I need to get that. It's on Audible. And I keep meaning to like... So <laughs> So for my mum's birthday a couple of years ago, I, I paid for a subscription to Audible. And uh, I'm, I'm still paying for it now because apparently I'm a good son. And uh, I keep meaning to like hijack Aww. a couple of her credits for that and uh, and get the Audible stuff for, for Sandman. I just still need to read the comic book. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, I think, um, okay, so if you, uh, yes, yeah, so I guess we'll, we'll finish it up there. If you want to get in, in, in contact with us, you can email us at the show at atalanrising.com uh, or you can find us on Twitter at atalanrising1 um, and just kind of, you know, send us in your thoughts. As if, you, if you feel like there's something you want us to review, we'll send it in. Um, we welcome all the comments and uh, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next episode.